Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy around this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Welcome to Vitamin Dice, an RPG podcast here for your entertainment. We are playing Blood of Heroes. I am your game master, Valandal Man, and today I am joined by... Hello, I'm Connor Mann, and I'm playing Katia Orsini. Hi, I'm Frankie, and I play Zadie. Hi, I'm Phoenix Ashland, and I play Erilyn Lunarguard. Hi, I'm Josh, and I will only be here for a short amount of time, so I am playing a temporary character known as Joush. <laughs> Joush. Joush. <laughs> He's an Oranar. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's a very traditional Oranar name. So, is that a. That's an orc and a. And an Adar. An Adar. An orc and an Adar. Josh! Joush. Joush. <laughs> Joush. That's amazing. <laughs> Before we start role playing and such, I would like to tell you listening that we do not have any way of advertising this show except for you you have to tell people about it please tweet about the show post about it on your instagram i'll do anything please don't, i beg don't you. say that <laughs> i'll suck don't some behind a denny's diner at 2 a.m please anything uh, i would do 1 a.m or 3 a.m but not 2 <laughs> See, there you go. You gotta have standards. <laughs> Professional dick suckers have standards. Exactly. They do. I would know. All right, so let's start. <laughs> <laughs> Our Blood of Heroes series is following uh, members of the Might and Merit Mercenaries Guild in Grokvale. Uh, last time, a noble named Alyssa Valerian had come to you and asked that you make sure she survived through the council meeting to decide the new oligarch of Grey Rain. You successfully stopped an assassin from killing her. The assassin, her brother, went to jail, and Alyssa is alive and well. A new oligarch of Grey Rain. Woo! Now you're all back in somewhere else in Talamnon, wherever your guild hall is, and you're jade-chilling, I suppose. If you could just roll like a D hundred, a reroll if you get less than double digits. <laughs> Erilyn has ninety one, I suppose. Damn. And I, I've got ninety nine. Damn. Wow. Um, I'm gonna have to reroll because um. Bro, what is with these ninety one, ninety nine? What? Forty. <laughs> what did you want us to reroll? A reroll if you got single digits. Okay, I okay. got a 49 the second time. All right. Uh, Excuse me. This number represents how many uh, units of currency you had just in general. As you remember, uh, <laughs> Alyssa Valerian said she would reward you rather well. So she has given each of you 500 units Ooh. of currency. Currency. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that does not include Josh because he wasn't yes. there. I, I think that's acceptable and I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Would I have gotten it too, even though I was only there for half of it? Uh, you were there at the start, and that's what matters. 
Okay. So I do want to say that in the intervening period, Katya had been to the hospital and gotten surgery on her leg or whatever qualifies as surgery that she could get get access to. Yeah, because I did my best to fix Katya's leg, but... And yeah, I also I cast healing on it after that was done. Well, Alyssa also said she would have you well taken care of, so I, I, we can assume that immediately after the events of the last episode, you'd be taken to some kind of clinic or something and, and taken care of with Alyssa paying for that. So, yeah, your leg is probably in pretty good shape. But uh, so my, my... I believe it's my right leg that's in a full like steel brace that's all like strapped together and everything that's better and so i i'm like sitting i i imagine we there's like in the guild hall there's like long sort of cafeteria tables (laughs) yeah so i'm sitting at one of those and i and i'm like on the end of the table with my leg like across onto the other bench Mm-hmm. And then my other leg is resting on the floor. And I have a cane leaning on the side of the table. So, I have another quest prompt, as decided by the Dungeons & Dragons official tarot deck. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's sort of going to be a surprise. While you're Jay chilling at the guild hall, you're approached. Or at least somebody knocks on the door and hopes to be let inside. Here's a question I have that I wasn't entirely clear on. Uh, yes, uh, go ahead. Are... Is our group, are we the only ones in the guild hall, or are there like a bunch of other people around? There's a bunch of people in the in the guild. There is Katya, Erolyn, Zadie, Josh, Arn is a member of the guild. Oh, Arn is there, right. yeah. Oris was a member of the guild. He's dead now. <laughs> Wait, uh, what happened we, to Oris? We know that, we know he, that he's dead. We, Wouldn't you we like know to know? That? Yes, I would. Yes, we know. We know. He's we dead. know he's. We know he's dead, but we don't know what happened really. Oh wait. Uh, or we know I that he just didn't come back. I don't think your characters know he's dead for sure. Wait, they so okay. just know he didn't come back from Gray Rain. Well, that's good to know then. Oris was Duncan's oh. character, right? No, no. Arn is Duncan's Arn. character. Who's Oris? Kelsey Hayward. Caden K- is a member oh. of the guild. <laughs> Kelsey. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever Caden's new yeah. character is, I haven't played as her yet. Oh Wait, Caden not... killed his character. Why? Yeah, because he made a bad because he made a bad character. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What now? Is that you as the DM saying that, or his opinion, which may or may not be biased and dog shit? I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> are you well, how would I know? Are, the you, are you guys going to answer the door? No, fuck him. Oh, I must answer I some questions. Even know somebody knocked. Erolyn will get up. Erolyn's sitting on a table. He's not sitting, like, at a table. He's sitting on it, and he's fidgeting with something. But he hears the knock and immediately gets up and goes towards the door. I'm not going to stand up right now. That would be a lot of effort, I think. So I, I guess like Erolyn bef- is... Huh? I think before Erolyn gets to the door, uh, Zadie is going to open the door, and whoever is at the door is just going to see this tiny elf looking up at them. Um, hello? Hi! Hi! We said in unison. <laughs> Might I be let inside? I have a quest for your guild. Sure. Yeah, come on in. Uh, thank you. My name is Amir. What are your names? I stick my hand out really dramatically, like really enthusiastically, and I'm like, Zadie Salade, what can I do you for? Oh, Zadie Salade. Uh, seems a memorable name. Hi, uh, I'm Erilyn of the Lunar Guard family. Ah, uh, Erilyn. Uh, perfect. Well, I-, I come representing a village in the kingdom of Talamnon. Well, here, come on in. Come sit at the table. Come tell us what you need. Oh, uh, thank you very much. And Erolyn walks backwards towards the table that he was once previously sitting on. 
does he like walk backwards? Yeah. His thing is that he walks backwards everywhere that he can go. Okay. Kind so he walks going. backwards towards the table. So And as soon as he bumps into it, he knows that he's at the table. So he sits on it as soon as he reaches it. Yeah. Amir uh, looks uh, a little bit confused at that. But he doesn't say anything. Once he's seated, he says... <clears throat> seated. Seated, yes. Yeah, seated down. Correct. <laughs> Amir comes from a town named Zercombe. Nate. My, my town of Zercombe. We have a small graveyard where we bury our family members that have passed on from this realm. And recently, we have been having problems with robbed graves. It is very upsetting for many of us. We have traditions and cultures, some of us very spiritual, and we believe in burying our dead with some possessions that they had in life. And there are still some graves yet untouched. It is very important to us that they can remain that way. But if whatever or whoever is doing this robbing is in any sort of way dangerous, we have no one in our village that would be able to stand up to such a thing. And so we have pooled together some money that we are willing to spend on hiring some professionals to fix this problem for us. Well, considering that you came into a guild hall full of professionals, I think that we can handle it. Thank you very much. At least I'm talking about myself, of course, but... I think that multiple of us can go, and he kind of looks at Katya a little awkwardly and then at Zadie, like, I'm hoping that more of us can go than just one. It's an honorable and worthy cause. I'll help you. Yay. My thanks. I'll come too. I have brought all the money that we could pool together. I suppose as many of you are available to help, I would welcome, but unfortunately the, the pool must be split amongst whoever decides to help. That's okay. At least okay with me. I have enough to get by. Erlen kind of looks up and says, does anyone else want to come on this adventure with us? I will. I haven't gotten out in a while. Count me in. I don't believe we've met. No, we haven't. My name is Joush. Nice to meet you, Joush. Hi, Joush. What's your specialization? Of many sorts, I would consider myself a champion. You certainly have the build for it. Oh, quite, <laughs> quite, quite so. Okay, perfect. Yeah, the, the four of us will go then. We'll, we'll help you out. Ah, uh, thank you very much. If it's all the same to you, I would prefer to to pay you when the job is done. Is that amenable? Yeah, sure. that works. Sure. Sounds good. As I return to Vercombe, I can show you the way, if that would be helpful to you. Yeah, I've never been there, so I think that would be helpful. Yeah. Probably a good idea. How soon would you like to depart? Um, I mean, I think I can go now, is but... Is it morning or night? Yeah, what time is it? It is midday. Well, how far is it? It is a few hours ride. Just a few hours? I came by a horse. I left at dawn. Well, a grave robber is most likely to move at night. We could be there by the evening and get ready. That sounds ideal to me. Yeah. Sure. I think we could probably leave now. Okay. Thank you. I shall be at your stables. Okay, see you soon. And Erlen gives you two thumbs up. All right. And he walks out, leaving you to discuss or do whatever. Do we have any wagons or carts or anything like that? I'm assuming being part of the guild might net us, like, use of guild property, I would hope. I think property? the guild would probably have carts and horses a gilded carriage if you will mm, i won't or yeah a carriage could be carriage i think is more fancy well that was a joke because gilded yeah. it's a play on words yeah. <laughs> yeah so i think if you use the guild's 
carts or horses, they probably have some kind of rules like only take them to stables. When you're done with the mission, you have to return them. That sort of thing. Well, I'm highly in favor of taking a cart for this journey, I believe. Then let's go talk to the people in charge and go get some. All right. Uh, I suppose the might and merit stables have like a, a stable master. I would hope. <laughs> to make sure that the, the horses are in order. Amelia Hunt is her name. Yay. Oh, sick dog. I guess I'm going to walk up to Amelia and be like, hi, um, we would like to, I guess, rent out a, a cart or a carriage. There's four of us and we're going on a trip. Ah, we have carts that can seat four. You want two horses to pull it. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, here. Does somebody need to drive the cart? Somebody will have to drive the cart. Uh, which of you has the most experience? Uh, what skill um, would that be? <laughs> nature, I think, to handle the oh, horses. fuck. I have a two in that. You have, yeah. It be, it's definitely me. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah, that's you. I don't know if that's, I, I can like... Well, you said fuck, so I was like, wait, how is it not you? What? Did Connor no, completely yeah. spec differently? It's, I have a plus, so I have a plus seven in nature. Oh, holy okay. mother of God. Then it is you, because I have a plus six. I was planning on just sitting in the back of the car, but <laughs> I suppose I can, uh, so I can drive. in that case, I guess uh, Zadie and Katya are both very experienced. So, Katya, if you want to sit in the back, then I Zadie will, seems perfectly proficient I will to drive. Give, I'll give advice. Yeah, you'll help. <laughs> I'll sit, yeah, I'll, I'll sit in the front of, like, the cart part and, and use the help action. Be a backseat driver. I will. Ah, <laughs> uh, wonderful. That's that's the plan. Uh, yes. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I very much intend to keep my leg like resting on the other bench. That's fair. I can get everything up and ready for you. It'll be out front. That will be perfect. Thank you. Excellent. A little bit of time later, Amir is on his traveling horse, and Amelia has the cart with horses set up. So, uh, you're all ready to leave. Sick. Let's do this. Perfect. I'm going to go up to Zadie and I'm going to very like excitedly like pat both of your shoulders. Like, <laughs> You're going to do great. You're a great driver. I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and after like the excited like shoulder pats, he climbs up onto the cart and just kind of sits there. <laughs> and now you, now you have a, a 1d4 to add to the check that you're about Ooh. to make. I'm going to just awkwardly climb up into the cart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now what? You begin off on your journey. Yay! Wait, oh. where's Joush? How did Joush get is on the Joush cart? Joush with us. Joush, I forgot to mention I'm on the cart. Okay, there we go. I wanted to make sure you were there. There we go. We got it. No one gets left behind. It's only a few hour journey, so it it begins to pass somewhat quickly. Erlen is going to keep building his little like trinkets and stuff while they're on the road. I'm gonna sharpen my crossbow bolts. There comes a point where you hear a loud squawking. Squawking? A squawking. I didn't make that noise. Do you guys hear that? Hello out there? Can I see anything? What are your detection scores? Oh. My detection score. Oh, yours is a 17. Well. Oh, 16. Mine is a 16. It's 17 currently. It's on, it's under like the derived. Mine is 16. Uh, 20 actually for me right now. Really? Yeah. You would need a perception score of 11. Oh, 19. 19. All right. Then Katya definitely notices. I was thinking level two for some reason. Uh, you all have pretty good perception. You you all are able to spot off ahead in a very large dead tree. There is a, uh, a vulture 
that is eyeing you. Uh-oh. But we're not dead. We're not dead. Why is it looking at us? Do I know if this is dangerous to us? Uh, if you want to determine if this vulture is dangerous to you, somebody in the party can roll a nature check. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I was yeah, like, you answered that question yeah. yourself, Connor. Oh, oh fuck. Uh, oh, seven, uh, 14. Frankie, since Zagie is trained in nature, you can give Katya uh, the help action with that. Hey, do you think that thing is dangerous? Okay. Let's see. If you're trained an 8 through 14, you give them 2 plus 1 on their roll. 15 total. 15 total. Okay, with a 15. Do you think that thing is dangerous? Hmm. I don't know. Do I? On a 15, it is potentially dangerous. I think potentially. Is it like right Is it right in the road? No, it's off to the side of the road in a big dead tree that you're going to be going past in your cart. I do like, okay, you know when people take two fingers and they point at their eyes and then they point at the thing and... They're like, I'm watching you. I do know it, yes. So Zadie is going to do like, I'll keep my eyes on it. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm going to get my heavy crossbow out and load it and ready with a bolt. And I think let's keep going slowly and just see if it makes a move on us. Erlen's going to lean in and very softly go, you're acting really paranoid again. (laughs) Schizo moment. I'm sorry. When's the last time you uh, got thrown over a balcony? <laughs> no fair. Not in a while. Would you like to? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what Look, the fuck? I, I know for a fact that it might be dangerous to us. You know for a fact that it might be. Okay. You know what? Fair enough. I get that. I understand. If it makes a move on us, I'm going to shoot it. All right. Okay. Sounds good. And after that, Erlen is going to take his quarterstaff and just going to hold it in his hand. He put away his little trinkets and he's holding his quarterstaff. Uh, you roll slowly but surely towards... Can we make a stealth check on the cart? <laughs> well, it's already seen you, so don't do that. Can we just... I just want to act like calm and not provoke it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make a performance check then. Hmm. Can I help with that? Uh, yes. Are you good at performance? You can no. help somebody even if you're not trained. All right. What do I roll? Just if- Is anybody trained in performance? Fuck no, I'm not. Uh, I have a two in performance. Oh, you're better. I have a one. Are you trained or you just have a two? I just have a two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, let me just give it a shot. Hey! Oh. A 16. <laughs> Wait, remember minus one? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, you act calm, and as the cart goes by, the vulture doesn't do anything. Woo. All right. Uh, those of you who are trained in nature, you know that vultures are a type of bird that feeds on dead things, and this vulture just seems like you get a strange vibe from this vulture, clearly. I mean, it, it seemed like it was in some way threatening to you despite being alive, which is unusual. The rest of the journey there is uneventful. You arrive in the town of Vercombe. It's a it's a small town. There's the road goes right through it, and there are some buildings on either side. As you come into town, off maybe a quarter to a half a mile, there are some farms or ranches. You do notice, sort of on a hill, off maybe a mile away from the the main street of the village, is a graveyard. Um, there's a church uh, a little ways. Away from the main road, there are there's a, a tavern and an inn along the main street and some some shops. 
Oh, this place is cute. I'm glad you think so. It's nearing nighttime, so I suspect we are in danger of being robbed. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but I, I will just briefly mention everyone in the town knows that professionals such as yourselves will be arriving. I'm sure they'd be willing to offer you any help. It's still an hour or so before sunset, so I think you have some time to prepare with whatever you might need or want. I think the biggest thing that we need right now is a place to, you know, keep the horses in the cart. Do you have any ideas? Yes, yes. There, There's a stable um, along the main road. Perfect. Yeah, let's go set that stuff there, find a room at the end to set our, you know, the stuff that we don't need, and then we'll get ready to go, I think. Sounds good. Okay. There is a person who runs the stables here in the city. They say it'll be three units of currency. The units of currency are copper farthings. Father. Okay. There are bigger coins that are that are worth more than one copper farthing. But the person at the stables in this town tells you that it will be three copper farthings per night to board these horses and cart. All right. I'm going to just take them out of like my little money pouch and hand them over. They thank you, and they'll take care of the rest. Yay! You're loose. You're free to, to go do what you want. All right. I think we should go to the tavern. Yeah, tavern and inn. Get our stuff put together. Like, you know, put in a place so that we can keep it there. Yeah. Sure. That. <laughs> that. Yes. Okay. The inn slash tavern that's right here along the main road uh, has a, a bright red sign. Well, it used to be bright red. It's a little bit faded and peeling the paint. But it declares that this establishment is called the Brandy Apple. <laughs> nice. Perfect. I like it. All right, let's head in. Inside, it seems that there is an elven woman behind the bar and some some servers, some regulars. It is the evening, so it's... I mean, it's not extremely busy, but that just seems to be because it's not a very big town. It seems like most people who are regulars here are here. Alcoholics. Uh, yep. Okay. Ah, so like the town and uh, the one in Georgetown. Erilyn and Sade and Zadie. Yeah? Go ahead and ask around, see if anybody knows anything about the grave robberies. Okay. And Erilyn, like, pats Zadie's shoulder again and starts to, like, walk off with, with Zadie. I'm going to the bar. Josh is going to go to the bar as well. <laughs> okay. Bonding. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> She says, you got it, boss, and does like a little salute. All right. I appreciate the gesture. I'm going to I'm gonna lean on my cane and sort of limp over towards the bar. Uh, howdy there. Can I get for you? Your finest ale, please. Our finest ale? Sure you can afford it? Make that too. Well, how much is it? Well, for a mug of our finest ale, that would be eight copper farthings. Okay, and then 94. All right, yes, I will. We'll take two. I, yes. I'll pay for them. <clears throat> oh, I thank you, Katya. Uh, well, it's happy hour. If you get two at a time, it's only 14. Sweet. Right. You've got yourself a deal. Guys are getting crunk before our job. It's an apple-flavored ale. Say no say more. No. Say no more. <laughs> I'm sure I will delicious. love it. All right, I'll get two of those for you. And she uh, goes to get some mugs and fill them up. But real Did talk, you though, have you guys ever had Angry Orchard? I have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dog. God, the shit goes down like apple juice. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, that was a whole six-pack so gone, and I'm drunk. Fuck, I want more. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does taste like apple juice. <laughs> one of you roll a diplomacy check, and one of you can help or not. I can do the diplomacy check, potentially. I'm trained in it, so. <clears throat> I'm also trained. What do you have in diplomacy? Two. I have a four. You do it. All right. Nat 20 plus four. I am going to find the prettiest woman that I can find and sit at their table. I see. 
and ask them questions. Well, Erlen is going to stand like a couple feet back. Like, I can't interrupt. They're going to have a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the prettiest woman in the inn at the moment is a woman named Vanessa Willoughby. She has curly brown hair, very voluptuous. 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 And she's drinking alone. Alone, you say? Yeah. I'm just going to sit down and be like, you look you look pretty lonely over here. What's your name? Um, well, my name is Vanessa, and I actually prefer to drink alone. Oh, do you? Why is that? Well, you see, I'm a widow. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all right. It happens, happened a few years ago. It, uh, I, I've gotten to a, a new sort of normalcy. Hmm. Well, I hate to dredge up old wounds, but, um, do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? I, I don't mind. What would you like to know? So I'm actually here with, um, my friends over there, and I kind of gesture, and we were hired to investigate some, some grave robbing. Oh. Have you seen anything unusual? You're the mercenaries that Amir went to go fetch. Yeah. I did go to the graveyard fairly recently to visit my late husband, Tobias. Tobias Redmayne, you bastard! Nope, a different Tobias. (laughs) I was actually the first to discover that graves had started being robbed. Not Tobias, thankfully. It was uh, Jacob Cobb. He was an old man. His grave was robbed. I believe he'd been buried with a decent amount of coin, and the coins and his body were, were gone. And his body, you say? Yes. Huh. Well, that's quite unusual. Well... Jacob Cobb died a fair many years ago. I suppose it's possible the body just decomposed. Hmm. Are you aware of of any necromancer in the area? No. I hope nothing like that is... I mean, because usually even if a body decays, there are still bones. Bones decay too eventually, don't they? You know, I really don't know. I should know. Considering I'm a druid, I should know that. But I don't actually know. You might know. I might know. Do I know? Apparently not. <laughs> Can't you make a nature check? Sure, you can make a nature check. Damn. 19 plus 6. 25. Bones do indeed decay over time, but it takes a rather long time. Mm-hmm. 100 years or so. Like Yeah, like a really long time. It's possible, depending on how, like when this town was established, that somebody could have been buried 100 years ago. People might still know the name of such a person, but it strikes you as somewhat unlikely. All right. And one more question. Yes. Is there only one graveyard in this town, or are there several? Just the one. It's not a very big town. Jacob Cobb's grave was robbed. Were any others? Uh, Since then, a a few others have been robbed, yes. Okay, I'm going to get out like a piece of parchment and some kind of like quill and ask her for the names. Um, she's going to write down the names um, and keep track of them so that whenever this is resolved, she can go back and like compensate the families or like give them her condolences. Okay. This whole time, Erilyn is looking like surprisingly excited. Like the moment you pulled out the parchment, Erilyn from where he's standing several feet away looks like pretty excited. Vanessa tells you the names of the graves that have been robbed. All right. Thank you so much for your time. I, I really appreciate you doing that for me. 
You're welcome. I will uh, report back to my friends, and hopefully I can give you good news in the morning. That would be nice. And I get up and I leave. As soon as Zadie walks away, Erilyn is going to go up. So, are, are you two pen pals now? Are you going to gonna keep talking to her? Uh, she's straight, so probably not. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the innkeeper brings two of the finest apple ales. Fuck yes. Josh takes a sip and then proceeds to, like, take several absolutely humongous gulps. I'll take a hearty gulp. Y'all gonna get fucked up. A hearty gulp. A hearty gulp. You're in no danger of any mechanical effects yet. No. Foreshadowing. But how does it taste? It tastes really good. Is it delicious? It's a delicious apple-flavored ale. Is it absolutely worth it? I think it's worth it. All right, I'm going to greatly enjoy my delicious beverage. Good. Yeah, as you should. Do I see Do I see Zadie and Erilyn? Yeah, you do. Fuck yeah. While you drink your drinks. My friends! They <laughs> want to talk to a very attractive lady who's drinking alone, and Fuck yeah. now they've finished. Zadie. Yes? What'd you learn? So I, I learned that the first grave that was robbed, or at least the first one that was noticed, was the grave of a man named Jacob Cobb. Okay. And not only were his treasures stolen, but his body wasn't there either. Hmm. Creepy. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I think, warrants some investigation. Mm hmm She also gave me a list of names of the other graves that were robbed, and I show it oh. to them. Uh, we, well, we could investigate those as well. That's definitely useful. Yeah, because we can find them and then, you know, figure out, like, if there's a correlation, like if, you know, a bunch of the graves in the same area were robbed or if they were from all over or... Yeah, we could also see if there are any, like, themes, like if they're only stealing specific things. Yeah. And, of course, lay the beat down on whoever's taking them. Mm-hmm. Catch them in the air. I suppose we better get going. Zadie, do you have any idea where the graveyard is? I think we passed it on the way into town, or at least we saw it. On the other side of, of town, there was like a hill, and the, the church oh, and the graveyard you, you noticed were up on that hill. It's about a mile from the tavern. So is there a church in the graveyard? Not in the graveyard. They're, they're separate, but nearby. I wonder if that church is worth an investigation. Well, if we get there quick enough, we can, we can look. I think let's head over there. So, you go to the church. It's lit dimly with candles this place is cool and as we're walking around inside erilyn's eyes are glowing a little bit it's yeah. a little bit disconcerting to see if you ever played kingdom hearts the way that the heartless eyes glow that's how his oh, glow yeah. zadie is going to walk in there like a tiny goblin and go Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is there any anyone inside yeah there's a priest erilyn is gonna walk up to the priest and go uh excuse me um hello what can I do for you? Hi, uh, we're the we're the group, the the mercenaries that were brought in to, you know, check on your graveyard and keep it safe and stuff. And I was wondering I if see. you have any information, like if you saw anyone go into the graveyard last night or whatever. Um, I can't say that I did see anyone go into the graveyard. I. I'm not really a watchman. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I figured I'd ask, though, because, like, you know, you're here and the thing's are right over there, so, yes, you know, yes. any eyes. Of course, of course. Do you know of anything in your teachings, your wisdom, that might steal bodies from graves? Is that a thing you've heard of before? Stealing bodies from... Well, there are tales of many 
creatures that go bump in the night that might steal a corpse. A grave hag, perhaps? Or some kind of devil or demon that needs it for nefarious purposes? Do you have knowledge of such things? Might I ask your names? While he was talking, uh, can, can we say that I quickly scan him with my eyes if I can see any kind of magic item? on him. Oh, I would be good at insight, too. If you're trying to determine if anything about him is magical, I'm actually going to ask you to make an arcana check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice. Okay, yeah. He has a holy symbol. It's around his neck. It is a symbol of Eli, the god of the sun, light, and fire. Nice, okay. Uh, Eli okay. is the brother of Chendra. Oh! Uh, her twin, her twin, yeah. Her, her twin brother, yes. It is a it, a magical focus for holy magic, and the symbol actually has some mana crystals stored in it. Okay, I think seeing this symbol, though, I'm not overly suspicious of him. Okay, fair enough. Zadie is gonna put her little hand out and say, "Zadie Soleil," and you are. You may call me Father Henry. Nice to it's meet great you. Great to meet you, Father Henry. Uh, nice to meet you as well. Uh, yes, yes. I'm Erlen of the Lunar Guard family. Erlen Zadie. Katia Orsini. Katia? And. And that's Josh. Josh, I see. Yes. Well met. Yeah, we figured we'd come in and investigate in here just in case, you know, ask some questions before we head to the graveyard for sunset. Very well, uh, yes. I think the sun has nearly set, but if there is any way that I can help you, I, I'm a servant. I think just, you know, keep an eye out your window in case we miss something. Sure. If you see oh. any creepy crawlies or bad guys robbing graves, give us a shout. Uh, sure, yes. Well, thank you for letting us in here this this late. I know it's been kind of creepy around here lately. It has been a bit, yes. Uh, but the, the doors of the church are always open. Well, we might stop in afterwards, depending on how things go. And with that, Erlen starts walking towards the door backwards at first to see if anyone else is going to follow and then turns around and walks forward. I follow. Me as well. All right. To the cemetery. It is uh, fairly dark by the time you exit. And do we have any light? I don't know. Do I have a lantern? Do I have a lantern or anything? I don't know. Unless you specifically bought one, a lantern, no. But uh, on all of your sheets, you have two burden worth of basic gear. And one of the things that you can have as part of that is, is torches. Okay, I'll get out a torch then. You light a torch. Yes. Um, sorry, I'm seeing if I have any uh, cantrips for light. Oh, I should do the same thing, actually. They don't really. Any holy, any, anyone with holy magic will, will have some sort of I light cantrip. Oh, light ball. Yeah, I cast light ball. Yeah. Uh, how much light does light ball provide? It extends only a few inches. Can't deal damage, but at least I can use it to see in front of me. Okay, yeah. So it's only good enough for me, but at least I have that so I don't need to waste a torch. Okay, I have a torch, yeah. I am going to cast energy ball. It lasts for up to a minute or until I take damage. It safely conducts electricity to nearby objects. Its light extends only a few inches, not enough to light the square I'm in, and it can't deal damage. So it's just a little bit of light, but I feel like any light kind of helps. Yeah, that's what I did, the light ball. I, I'll hold up a torch, which I think sheds some decent light. A torch does shed some decent light. Do any of us have, like, low light or dark vision? Uh, no. It's not even in the system. Oh, it's not? No. 
So we all can't see shit. A torch provides one square of normal light and another two squares of dim light beyond that. So every square adjacent to Katya is normal light and two squares beyond is dim light. Okay. So I think Erilyn is going to walk alongside Katya. Yeah. Like right next to. Okay. As you are approaching the graveyard, you notice a bit of flickering light. Not oh, no. the color of firelight. Where? It looks to be in the center of the graveyard, but it stops by the time you get very close. Joush takes out his nodachi and rolls his neck around to crack it. <laughs> Gross. As you approach the graveyard, you all have pretty good detection. I, I think you notice a dark figure hooded and cloaked that seems to be fleeing the graveyard. Oh, fuck. Where are they going? Where indeed... How far away from us is this person? They would have fleed up and then to the left. So they're in that like upper left corner at like one of the dark squares on the edge. Damn. Dang it. Well, That's pretty far. I'm going to go to where I think the light was. Okay. And I'm going to look around and what do I see? Well, as it turns out, uh, when you get here, uh, you hear a noise. It's a bit hard to describe. It's like a scratching of sorts. Where is it coming from? It's coming from nearby. Can I tell directionally, like, to my left, to my right? Both. 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 Great. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to move up towards Zadie. I'll follow. I'm going to say, hey, guys. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I stay at, at somewhat of a distance because I'm an archer. Okay. I'm going to pull my rapier. Uh, so, Zadie, uh, what you begin to see, I, I suppose you really can't see much because you are outside of Katya's torchlight. Can I pass the torch to Joush? Nope. My weapon no? is two-handed. Ah, damn. Do you need two hands free, Zadie? Well, potentially, because I am a magic user and I just pulled my rapier. Ah, oh, fuck. Let's start with Katya's turn, because Katya has the highest initiative score. Damn. What is the ground made of? Uh, dirt. Can I just step forward and just jam the torch into the ground? Uh, sure. I think that'll be an action. That'll be an interact action. Okay, yeah. You see some things that have begun to, to, uh... Well, you don't know where they came from, but there are some shadowy humanoid figures... Next is Erolyn. And I'm going to do what I was going to do before and summon a flying beast just to like look around and have it circle the area. Okay. So my mana crystal is going to start glowing and I don't know if it disappears or if it like the glow just like fades or whatever, but a flying beast just like appears and Erolyn seems very attached to it because he reaches forward and like pets its head before it shoots up into the sky. Yeah. And I'm just going to let it circle around and do its thing because it has a fly speed of 10. Yes. What would your other, what would you like your other action to be? I don't think I have any other ideas for now. I'm good where I'm standing, so. Okay. My can command the flying beast to circle and come back and let me know if it finds something suspicious. Okay. Uh, next is Josh. Yes. I am going to move. Okay. And with that, because my Nodachi has long reach, does that enable me to attack Skelly number four? It does. Uh, since it is in dim light, you will have disadvantage, uh, disfavor on your attack roll. All right. I will do it anyway. 
Well, <laughs> both 13. Both 13. 18 does not beat the deflection of the zombie, so you're, you deal it three poise damage. I see. And then, as the other action, I'm going to move. Sounds good. After Josh is Zadie. I'm gonna cast... <gasps> it's a cantrip. Yeah? Frozen clothes on the shadowy figure closest to me. Uh, fair enough. Okay, so um, they make some kind of save, right? Fortitude. Fortitude. Okay, here we go. I rolled a one. Nice. Yikes. A natural one. Okay. Uh, their move speed is reduced by two. All right. They may make a fortitude save again at the start of each of their turns. When they succeed, the spell ends. Okay. Uh, I have written down that that is the case. Sick, good. That's uh, one action. Uh, what else would you like to do? Maybe I will just move toward it. Okay. So maybe I'll get in front of uh, Katya. All right. And Skelly1 is going to go move right here. Oh, man. Uh, and they pull out a, a rusty uh, sword. Skelly2 goes unbeknownst to everyone. Skelly3 gets out a rusty sword, and it's going to attack you, Zadie. No! Uh-oh. I, rolled, I got a 7. Almost certainly does not beat your evasion. Yeah, no, my evasion is 13. So it misses you. I dodge really dramatically. And then Skelly Four gets out their rusty sword. Quick moves over to Joush, and they'll they'll quick attack you, which is an attack with disfavor. Okay, so the the lower one is was really bad. Uh, seven. All right. What's your um, evasion? It's higher than seven. It's, it's almost <laughs> almost has to be legally. I think. What? So it seems like these these uh, skelly men's are not very coordinated. That would make sense. Kind of clumsy. They're kind of clumsy. They're not exactly like very skillful fighters, but they are swinging rusty swords at you, so a, a, a bit a bit threatening. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us back to Katia. All right. I, I, <clears throat> I, I hold up my crossbow and I take aim and shoot skelly one. All right. I believe Skelly One gets cover because uh, Zadie is standing between you and it. I sh- well, I shoot over her head. Yeah, isn't Zadie super short? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. And Katya is very tall. So, Katya, how tall are you? I don't know if I'm very tall. You're taller than freaking Zadie. I think Absolutely I'm taller you than you. Yeah, I'm like probably five eight. All right. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm I'm four eleven. Let Let me pose it to you this way. You can either just shoot at the skeleton and treat it as if it doesn't have cover. And if you miss, you might hit Zadie. Or you can be careful not to hit Zadie and the skeleton will be treated as having cover. Is that separate from favor or disfavor? That is separate from that. And does it, that, that is whether I shoot Skelly 1 or Skelly 3, either way, that will be true? Yes. You could shoot Skelly 4 and have no... You're the one right beneath you. The one that's engaged um, with Joush. With Joush. Well, I think Joush is safe. I don't think he's in danger. But I do think Zadie is in danger right now. So I'm going to carefully shoot Skelly 1. All right. Go ahead and roll. Oh, fuck. Wrong well, here. I'm also going to use a luck point anyway, so... 
So I spent my luck point, and I have a 16 plus 6. 22. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a solid hit. I Divine Smite, so I roll against his Holy Defense. Yes. 7. Uh, 7 will beat this skeleton's Holy Defense. All right, boom. And uh, which which skelly are you targeting? Skelly 1. Uh, that seems super effective against this uh, skeleton. And with that holy shit. It seems uh, like whatever is giving it life anew is threatened by, by such an attack. Nice. Yeah, I think that's your turn, right? Yeah. All right, Erolyn, what's up? So I think I am going to have uh, my flying beast dive down and attack Skelly 1, I think. Okay. I noticed Katya attacking and decided... Sure, I'll have it attack that one too. Yeah. I don't know how attacking with summons works. The flying beast gets a plus four to hit with its talons. 14. 14 is going to beat the evasion of the skellymen. So it gets a d6 points worth of poise damage on it. Okay. So it gets four. Nice. The bird doesn't appear to, like, seriously damage the skeleton, uh, but it swoops in and claws at it, and the skeleton has to, like, stagger back a little bit. It's off balance. Nice. Which is an advantage. I'm going to cast a flash. Flash, okay. A small burst of light hits a target. You see your target makes a will save. Okay. Twelve. Is that going to do it? No, that it totally failed. Totally failed. If they fail, roll a d4. Okay. One, mm. it does not beat its holy defense. Well, how do you know? I don't think. Well, well I rolled a one. Ske- well, skeletons are animated by necromancy, which is, is an aspect of darkness magic. Yes. Uh, and as such, skeletons are actually vulnerable to holy attacks. So one is going to beat their spirit defense versus holy attacks. Nice. They take holy damage. The, the flash cantrip uh, do is I have flash? a fairly weak <laughs> attack. But it, it seems rather effective against these skeletons. Uh, skeleton Ford does not like that. I think I have that too. It does not enjoy it? No, sir. I figured as much. I am going to attack again. All right. Uh, you do have disfavor. disfavor because it is in the darkness. Oh, that sucks. That's a nat one. <laughs> uh, will you like an experience point? Uh, no, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, so uh, if you don't want an experience point, that's fine. You just... Don't hit him. All right. What would you like your other action to be? I am going to move back. Sounds good. I'm gonna stab Skelly 3 with my rapier. Okay. So a 2 plus 4, 6 Yikes. is a miss. Yikes. You stab right between the lower ribs and the top of the, the pelvis. Can I can I lean forward and just be like, Hey, Zadie, can I have a mana crystal? <laughs> Please. I'm not an addict or anything. Uh, yeah, I will give you one of my mana crystals. Okay, so are you fine with your second action being to give a mana crystal to Katya? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Could me giving a mana crystal be a quick action? Uh, sure. Okay, so I'll do... Th- I, I do... I'm looking at the map. I think doing that would uh, provoke a free attack from the, the, the skelly men. So how about I... I use a quick action to move back a little bit and use the other quick action to give Katya a mana crystal. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Could I move back to where I was? Yeah. Okay. So for the listeners, I am on the right side of Katya now. 
and then the skellies get to go. They do Where's purposely skellies? avoid being in the bright light. So skelly one is going to move like this. Oh, interesting. And then attack Zadie. Eleven. Wonderful rolls on these guys. Uh, no. That's a miss. A big wild swing, and they miss. It was better that time, but it did miss. Oh, you almost got me. You gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> Skelly 2 is going to move and then attack Erelyn. Rude. <sighs> 11. Yeah, no. So, uh, Erelyn, yeah, you no. hear a sword whoosh past your head. You cannot Ugh. see Skelly 2. <laughs> uh, and then Skelly 3 move to here and attack Joush. 14? What's your evasion? It's 13. I, I cheated. I looked at your sheet. It finally hit something? Or? <laughs> yeah, the skeleton no. finally hit something. At 13, so what? You take poise damage. Six points! Oh, shit. Damn! This meaning the sword doesn't actually, like, cut into you. You're just, you're just put off balance trying to defend yourself against this one. This one wasn't a wild miss. You did have to actively protect yourself against this one, and it I see. puts you off balance. So Skelly 4 is also going to avoid the bright light and come over here and attack you as well. Oh, now fun. you're being flanked. Uh-oh. Ooh, and we got 22. Oh. Well, that, I guess, does damage, doesn't it? Well, it depends. It's going to have to beat your slashing armor value. Which is 4. And I got a 3. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, let's... You do not take damage, but you do take three points further of poise damage. I see. You're defending yourself against these sword attacks, which you will not be able to do forever, uh, but at the moment you are undamaged, so that is good. Yes. So I turn. Is Skelly 3 damaged? Skelly 3. Skelly 3 is not damaged. 1 and 4 have been damaged. Okay, I would love to turn and point a finger and cast Flash on Skelly 4. Sounds good. Okay, that's a 12 then. I think it's 13. Then that's a fail. Okay. And you don't really have to It roll. automatically deals damage, yeah, right? It does. Because what? Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, with that, you, you can't really see a lot, but Skelly Ford does stop animating and just fall into a pile of bones. Fuck yes. So Skelly Ford is off the map. What else would you like to do? Okay. I'm going to take out and light a second torch. Okay. I see. And I'm preparing to move it, but I do not do that yet. Right. Because uh, the flying beast can move. Uh, can I have it move and attack at the same time, or is that not a thing that I'm allowed to do? If you take up a full action instead of a quick action, the beast can I take can have two that actions. Happen? Yeah. Okay, yes. So I'm going to have the flying beast move up towards uh, Skelly 1 and then attack it. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll a d20. It gets a plus 4 on its attack. That's a 13. 13 will hit evasion, so it can deal poise damage. Neat. Wabam. Wabam, wabam. Five. Ah, five is enough to get it down to zero poise. Sick. It's vulnerable for the for the attacking. Nice. Am I technically six squares away from Skelly 1? Uh, with six squares, you could be in the space of Skelly 1. Okay, because I have an action that I want to do that's uh, six squares total. Like, it has a range of six squares. Has a range. Uh... Skelly 1 is, is within range of a 6-square ability, yes. Hell yes, and I'm just going to cast Flash on it again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you are within the reach of Skelly 2 that attacked you. So you will provoke a free attack. Oh, oh that's right. But 
Wait, so even though it's next to me and I know that it attacked me, can I kind of blind aim and use flash on it? Got like two? Yeah, because I know that it's next to me. It attacked me. You know that it's next to you, but you don't know which square it's in. Hello there, it's me, your editor. Uh, in this section, Connor just coughs directly into the microphone, and I cannot edit it out because him and Phoenix are on the same audio track, but essentially, Phoenix says, oh, alright, darn. Even if I take a free attack, I'm still going to use Flash on the thing, so roll a will save, please, Vlando, the Dungeon Master. Please enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, the will save is 10. Yep, fails. And the attack roll is 21. Yep, that hits. That's a that's a hit, brother. Uh, so the flash does take out Skelly One. Yay! However, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> can I, as a reaction, use interception? Yeah, you can use. Oh, okay. I was actually like, we don't know what side of me Skelly Man Two is on, but the interception ability doesn't specify that you have to see the attacker. Yeah, it just says within a creature within two squares of you is targeted by an attack. You can use your huh. reaction to impose disfavor on the attack. If it hits, you may choose to take the damage. So I'll go ahead and roll again. And the second roll is a miss. Oh, thank you. That's much appreciated. You're welcome. Nice. Dude, hell yeah. Joush takes his Nodashi and takes a swing at the dark and slashes against this blade, deflecting it. Thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah, dog. Yow. Speaking of Joush, it's your turn. Yeah. I am now going to attack Skelly 3 in front of me. Okay. Disfavor, as usual. Oh, 19 and 11. So it takes an 11 plus a 5, so 16. 16, 16 beats evasion. So I take roll for damage then? Yes. A 6. 6 against Skelly 3. You bring Skelly 3 down on poise. It's, it's low. All right. And then as my remaining action, I am going to move three squares over here. Into the light. Yes. Nice. Uh, Zadie. Is wild shaping a full action? I think it uh, is. Yeah. Okay. So, instead... <laughs> <laughs> that well, changes my plan. Do I have any uh, spells that cause... I don't think I have any bludgeoning spells. I don't think spells can do... Like bludgeoning the, damage. The... Bludgeoning, slashing, or piercing. I think they can only do. Zadie does have damage. a spell called Stormblade. Should I? I think maybe I'll do that. Okay. If you attack Skelly three, you will have to roll with disfavor because it's in dim light. Mm-hmm. Um nine. Oh, sorry, disfavor, huh? So six plus three. That's not gonna hit. I uh, know. Damn. So you have to you have to use a mana crystal for that, right? And it just does nothing. Yep. Sure do. Uh, is controller's hindrance a quick action or an action? It's an action. I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh, it does say, as an action on your turn, you may hinder a creature. That creature must roll and subtract 1d4 from all checks and saves, including attack rolls, until the start of your next turn. Okay. Yeah. Skelly 3 is hindered. Woo, hindered. That's, yeah. You should be doing that all the time. Yeah. I didn't realize that I had it until... (laughs) Until, like, last round. <laughs> it really do be like that. Be like, oh, I could have used this. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Skelly 2 is just going to attack Erolyn. Rude. 15. That beats my evasion, but not my deflection. Okay. You take three points of poise damage. Skelly 3 is going to move here and attack Josh. I will subtract a d4. 
19. My deflection is a 20, my evasion is 13, so yeah. Then it does not beat your deflection, so it deals poise damage. Four. I have three. Then you're currently at negative one. Which means what? Uh, You're now flat-footed, and if an attack beats your evasion, it has a chance to deal you damage. This is only the beginning of the skeleton adventure. What will happen next? Will our heroes defeat the skelly men and find out what is behind them? Or will they succumb and join the ranks of the undead army? Join us next week on Vitamin Dice. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Vitamin Dice. If you want updates about episodes and pictures of the party's pets, follow our Instagram. If you want to support the show, join our Patreon. There are levels for as little as $1 per month. We don't pay to advertise the show in any way, so we rely entirely on listeners like you to tell people about the show. So go tell people! Please. If you have a podcast or something else you might like us to shout out, please let us know. You can email us at v-y-t-a-m-i-n-d-i-c-e at gmail.com. Feel free to send us questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to hear all those juicy questions you must have. And as always, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a daily dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.